Welcome to Ladies Who Love Christ, where we love to encourage you to build intimacy with Christ. We'll bring you insights and teachings to help you grow in your walk with Jesus, ultimately becoming the strong, godly woman you were created to be. Here's Ashley Pope Todorova. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Ladies Who Love Christ. We are so happy to have you joining us on the program today. My name is Ashley Poptodorova. If you're new here, maybe you just um, found Faith Talk and you're listening on the radio. I'm founder of Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries. We are a women's teaching ministry that is here to equip you to grow in God's word. There's nothing more important that we will ever do than to build intimacy with Jesus. So we're so glad. We're so glad to have you ladies um, here with us today. So before I begin, I just have to give a heartfelt thank you to our incredible uh, ministry sponsors and the people um, behind this programming, the people who make this programming possible. A very special thank you to our platinum sponsors at AnyPest. If you're in the metro Atlanta area and you need the absolute best in pest control, look up our good friends at AnyPest.com. Also, a huge shout out to Clean Juice. Clean Juice is one of my favorite places to go for fresh organic juices and wraps and smoothies and bowls. They're incredible people. They have locations all over. So make sure you visit cleanjuice.com and find a location near you. And last but not least, my dear friend and family caregiver, Elizabeth Miller of Happy Healthy Caregiver. Elizabeth has a rich digital platform, and she has so many tools and resources to support you. You can learn more by visiting happyhealthycaregiver.com. So listen, we are just so glad to have you here today. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about five principles for the Christian life. We're going to be unpacking these five principles um, in the lives of, of, of us as ladies who love um, uh, as ladies who love and seek after Jesus. We're going to look at these principles. We're going to unpack them in more detail. We're going to talk about the importance of these principles in our day-to-day -day life and our day-to-day -day choices and our day-to-day -day actions, right? But before I begin today's message, there are five simple principles and there are so many uh, other principles that you can cover on your own in the Word of God. You know, I'm a huge, huge advocate of teaching women how to go to the Word of God on their own. If you're listening here today, maybe um, studying the Word of God seems daunting or overwhelming to you. I just want to encourage you to go to the Word of God and to study His Word on your own, because what you will glean and what you will learn is so absolutely incredible. Before we begin, though, I want to cover a few just uh, foundational things, and there are things that as ladies who love Christ, uh, we, we, we can miss if we're not careful, right? They can become so um, almost obvious to us that we don't pay attention and we don't realize the actual weight of it. The first thing before we go into the principles is that there is a real enemy. There is a real enemy right? And we don't need to be terrified and afraid in our day-to-day -day living. The word of God is very clear about that, but we, we need to be on guard and we need to be diligent and we need to know the word of God. We need to know God's truth, right? So that we can fight this enemy effectively in our day-to-day -day lives, fight the enemy in our day-to-day -day lives, right? The enemy is the father of lies and deception, 
That is what he does. He is a liar. He has no good in him. And as believers in Jesus Christ, as believers in Christ, we have to be on guard and we have to be diligent and we have to be disciplined to stick to godly values and principles in our lives, especially now more than ever in this world that we live in. This means that we have to constantly purge our lives. You know, when I think of purging, I think of refining. We have to be in a constant place of refining and purging our lives and looking at what it is we're doing and what it is we're saying and what it is we're standing in agreement with. This is so vital for us as a lady who loves Christ. John chapter eight, verse 44 is very, very clear about this. It says, you belong to the father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding, not holding to the truth, for there was no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. I always teach our girls and ladies who love Christ uh, ministries and our women. I always teach them right? That when you see repetition in scripture, that is a call to wake up. That's a call to pay attention. That's a, a call to um, to be on guard and on alert, right? And to, to pay attention when you see repetition in scripture. And there's a lot of repetition right there in that one verse. The enemy is the father of lies and deception. Now, this leads me into the second point as, as I preface today's message before I go into our principles. The second point is, is worldly, worldly values. What are we valuing in this world? And what does the world value versus what we as a lady who loves Christ uh, should be valuing and holding um, of utmost importance in our lives? Worldly values include wealth and power and fame and prestige and status that's what the world values. That's what the world says is important. That's what the world says gives your life meaning, right? These are things that people desire and idolize, right? Who perceive no power and no purpose beyond themselves. Listen to that. All of the things that I just mentioned there, the wealth, the power, the fame, the prestige, the status, these are things that people desire and idolize who perceive no power or purpose beyond themselves. This is what the world values. This is what the enemy says to value. Now, as I, as I clearly stated with our gals last night in Bible study, um, wealth, wealth itself is not a bad thing. It is the heart behind it. It's the heart posture. It's the heart motive. It's serving wealth. It's serving money. It's serving power and fame and prestige and status. That is what makes this so evil. Worldly values promote jealousy and anger and resentment and bitterness, right? And they, they promote so many other things when not used as a tool for Jesus Christ. This is why today on the show, I felt like it was so important for us, so important for us to unpack these principles. And maybe you're a woman who's listening to this and you're thinking, I've fallen into that trap. I, I love the Lord, but I've fallen into the trap of going the world's way and doing the worldly things and seeking after worldly um, worldly measures, right? Well, today is a great opportunity for you to, as we're going to talk about later in the show, for you to turn 
for you to turn in repentance. Repentance means to turn, to do an about face, right? To seek the Lord with all of you and everything that enters your life, everything that he blesses your life with, to use that as a tool and a vessel to bring others to him, right? So today, many are charging Christians as the worst of cultural offenders because they refuse to obey the one rule of our postmodern society, the one rule. And that rule, that rule is tolerance, tolerance, right? So as we engage in this world, we have to know that there are certain guidelines we have to live our lives by, that the, the call to love our neighbor the call to love our neighbor is not a call to stand in agreement with sin. That we can love our neighbor, we can we can hold to, to scriptural truths that we can do this, but that does not mean standing in agreement with the world and with sin to do so. Ladies, I feel this burden on my heart so strongly because I see people that call on the name of Christ. I see people that that um that that call on him, but yet they turn to worldly measures and worldly things and worldly um, worldly ways of, of doing things, right? So, so loving your neighbor and tolerating sin, absolutely two different things. We never stand in agreement with sin. So as I go into the first point today, if you're a note taker and you're not uh, listening on Faith Talk, we love our Faith Talk audience. I want you to jot these points down and I'm going to give you some scriptures for each point so that you can make this almost like a Bible study um, because we are a teaching ministry. I love to outline things like that for you. The first thing is that we are to worship only God. We are to worship only God. Mark 12. 30. Mark chapter 12, verse 30 is so clear. When Jesus was asked by one of the teachers of the law, what was the most important command? Jesus replied, and he replied so clearly, love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your mind and with all of your strength. Essentially, what Jesus was saying here is love the Lord your God with the entirety of your being. Love the Lord your God with all of you, not a piece of, not a portion of, not a part of, but all of you, all parts of us are to, to worship him, to worship him and only him. Anything, ladies, and this is a, a this is a big thought for, for some of, of us, anything that takes the place of our devotion to God becomes an idol or false God. Anything that takes um, the place of our devotion to God becomes an idol or a false God. And this is forbidden. This is the first of the Ten Commandments. We are to love the Lord our God with all our hearts and with all our souls and with all our minds and with all our strengths, with all of us, right? We are to love the Lord our God and to worship him. You are living in a world that says worship things, worship prestige, worship status. And we know that that is a lie. That's why I preface this whole message with the, the fact that the enemy comes to kill and destroy, and he is a liar. We know as ladies who love Christ that we are to worship only God. So we are going to get ready to go to break. I'm so glad to have you joining us today. I'm very grateful to our Platinum Ministry sponsors at AnyPest.com.
Look them up if you're in the metro Atlanta area. We'll be back after break. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ladies Who Love Christ. We'll be back with more right after this. We're back. This is Ladies Who Love Christ. Here's Ashley Pope Todorova. Hi, ladies, and welcome back. Maybe you're tuning in. Uh, and listening on Faith Talk today. So glad to have you tuning in. We air every Sunday on Faith Talk, but we also live produce our show on Tuesdays at 12 noon. And we would love to have you be a part of that. We would love to have you be a part of the live produced show. Um, oftentimes we have a Q&A. There's a lot of uh, creative ways to engage. So today on the show, we're talking about five principles for the Christian life. And we're unpacking five simple things, five things that should should um, define the lives of a believer in Jesus Christ. And this is so important because as I teach our ladies in the ministry, if you walk out of your doors in the morning, not prayed up, if you walk out of your doors, not having spent time in the word of God, not having built intimacy with him, you will buy the lies of the enemy. You will buy the lies of this world. You will trip and you will fall, right? We all do. We all do. But when you are not spending time in God's word, you can absolutely fall prey to things the world says important are important, right? And so before the break, we were talking about how the world idolizes and worships fame and status and wealth and prestige. The world says these are the things that give you value. But as a lady who loves Christ, as a lady set after the heart of God, as a lady who wants to, to build intimacy with him and to know him and to point others to him, we know that we must live our lives by a whole different set of values, right? And principles. And these things are all found in the word of God. But one thing I'm finding as, as, as a, um, a teacher and, and running this ministry and um, being blessed to do so many incredible things, one thing I'm finding is that many women, many, many, many women do not even know the word of God. They don't know what it is they say they believe. They don't know the gospel, the good news. They don't know how to verbalize that or how to put that into words because they're not spending time and making the Lord the ultimate priority in their lives. So before the break, I shared the first point, the first principle, the first thing, and you can find it. It is the first commandment of the 10 commandments. And is we are to worship only God. We are to worship only God. We are not to worship what the world says. The second point is, is closely um, behind that first commandment found in Mark chapter 12, right? Verse 30 and now verse 31, Mark uh, 12, verse 31. It is that we are to love all people. We are to love our neighbor, right? Our neighbor. It doesn't say you are to love your neighbor if they meet this laundry list of items. You are to love your neighbor if they, they make you happy or if they are kind to you. No, it says love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Love the Lord your God. And then right there, the second principle, we are to love all people. 
We are to love all people, love God and love people. You know, I, I love to share words. I, I love to look upwards. I love to look up definitions. I often say in the ministry that I am a word nerd. I always have a dictionary and thesaurus and the Greek and the Hebrew dictionaries and everything near me. I love looking up words. The English word for love has so many meanings, right? But the Greek word agape, A-G-A-P-E, agape, used in the New Testament is known as Christian love. Christian love, agape, right? You are to agape your neighbor. You are to love your neighbor. Essentially, what this is saying is you must respect and have affection for and goodwill for and concern for your neighbor, right? That's what it's saying for your neighbor. I encourage you this week in your study time to go to Matthew 5, verses 43 through 48. Matthew chapter 5 verses 43 through 48, and read, read these passages about what that means to love your neighbor, right? And not just love your neighbor, but as you're going to read in these passages, love for enemies, right? The third point today is often one in my journey, uh, ministry journey, and having met so many women and having heard so many stories and been able to communicate with so many beautiful people. This is one of the, the hardest things, this third principle, one of the hardest things for people to do. It is that we are to live our lives forgiving others. Forgiveness is one of the weightiest subjects you can study. It truly is. But when you study, when you study forgiveness, right? Nobody modeled forgiveness greater than or better than Jesus Christ. He he emulated exactly what true forgiveness is and the vital, vital necessity of it in our lives. He forgave us of our sins. He made a way where there was no other. We were dead in our trespasses, dead. We were not breathing. We were dead in our trespasses, right? But he took the place of us and he bore our sins on that cross at Calvary. That is the greatest model, the greatest model that we could ever, ever think about when we face moments in our lives of having to forgive maybe somebody who has wounded you deeply or perhaps forgive yourself for decisions that you've made, right? We can do hard things because of the precious gift of Jesus Christ. And ladies, the key is, is it's not based on our strength. It is not based on us. It is not about us at all. It is all about Jesus Christ and what he enables us to do. But that means you as a lady who loves Christ has to be prioritizing him above all else, before all else, over all else, right? So in Matthew chapter six, uh, verses 14 and 15, it says, for if you forgive people when they sin against you, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, their sins, your father will not forgive your sins. In these verses, in these particular passages, we so often read them just thinking about our individual lives and our individual sin right? But ladies, the you, Y-O-U, the you in these verses is plural. Jesus is talking to us about community as a kingdom, right? Under God's reign. That's what he's talking to us about. We have to grow. 
beyond our short-sighted view to the bigger picture. And that bigger picture is the restoration, the absolute beautiful restoration of God's reign over humanity, over humanity and over this world. When we choose to forgive others, forgiveness means release, release. When we choose to release others, right? When we choose to release them, when we choose to forgive them, we are displaying a picture of God's grace and mercy and forgiveness. We enact God's forgiveness for the world to see. And you know what, ladies? I don't say this lightly. I've lived through some difficult things in my life. The Lord has called me to forgive many, many things. And I can promise you this. This is not about performance. This is not something you can do on your own strength. It's only something that Jesus can do. The fourth point is that we are to model a lives of humility. We are to be humble. It's my absolute favorite trait when I meet somebody is a humble, humble person. I love it. I love when I meet a humble person. It's the quality of being courteous and respectful to others. In fact, it's the exact opposite of boastfulness and vanity. Humility and, and being a humble person is the opposite of boastfulness and humanity. It, it, it uh, affirms the inherent worth of all people, of all people, right? Anytime you see somebody, anytime, no matter where you're at, you can look at this person and think that is somebody that Jesus loves. Be kind to them, be loving to them, the second commandment, and be humble. Be humble. It's the best way to be. And most of all, it honors God well. But again, again, ladies, you have to understand that Jesus modeled humility through his life. He modeled for us what it means to be humble, right? Humility dissipates anger, it heals wounds, and it allows us to see the worth of all of God's people right? I, I love to say it this way. In fact, when I was teaching Bible study, I had the girls write this down and I told them to post it where they could read it throughout the week. Humility and being humble means emptying, emptying of ego. We must empty our egos and, and be humble. And then the fifth and final point today is to not be hypocritical. The Pharisees of Jesus's time were a religious and political party that was so set on strict observance of biblical laws that they forgot the true spirit and intent of the law. They were so set on adherence to the law that they forgot the true spirit and intent of the law. And instead they became self-indulgent and they became greedy. Greed is never of God, ladies, nor is being hypocritical. It's not what we say in our lives. It's not what we say. It's what we do. What are the actions that we're taking? Do our actions line up with our words? Do, do our lives point to the Messiah, the anointed one? Do our lives point to Jesus, right? Are we living out what we're sharing? Maybe it's better posed this way. Are we living out the good news, the gospel? Well, if we claim to be Christians, but we do not let Jesus's teachings guide each aspect of our lives. We have reduced ourselves to hypocrisy. So ladies, these are some things to really meditate on. Meditate on this week in the word of God with Jesus. Give him the best of you and not the rest of you. And remember that your life, your life is modeled by uh, values and principles from the word of God that are exact opposite in many ways from what the world says. 
I'm so glad you were on the show today. I want to give a heartfelt thank you to our incredible ministry sponsors, our platinum sponsors at AnyPest, also our wonderful sponsors at Clean Juice. You can find them at cleanjuice.com. And my dear friend and family caregiver, Elizabeth Miller of happyhealthycaregiver.com. Without our sponsors, this programming would not be possible. So we are so grateful. Ladies, I look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ladies Who Love Christ. For more, go to ladieswholovechrist.com and join us on Facebook, Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries.